My God, it's so hot in my basement, which is where I do my podcast. I'm down in my basement. There's no AC. I don't have central air in the house. I, I have the kind of ACs that go in the windows. It's a million degrees in my basement. I have no other place to do the podcast today. My wife is upstairs in the living room using the Peloton. My daughter is in the bedroom watching TV. I guess I could have done it outside of my truck again, but I decided, F it, we'll do it down in the basement. It's going to be a sweaty program, no big deal, super hot. I don't think any other podcast host has to deal with these types of conditions, but I deal with them. My podcast, it's spazzing out. Subscribe if you would, please. I'd really appreciate it. I do the podcast five nights a week. I try to do it around 6.30, never happens. So it's five nights a week at some time during the night, between uh, uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights. You can get the live stream on Facebook, or you can get it on TikTok, as long as TikTok's still around. So right now, if you're on TikTok, follow me. If you don't follow me, tell everybody about the podcast. Facebook, share this feed right now. Tell everybody that we're live, and we're going to cover some serious topics today on today's program. For example, I don't believe... S, you know what? I, I see. I'm worried about swearing because of uh, TikTok, but forget it. I don't believe shit is real until bad things happen to McDonald's. Bad things that happen to McDonald's, it means shit is real. Plus size, we can't call women plus size anymore. It's a problem. The the cancel police are, are are out to get us. The pussy police, the snowflakes. That's it. And you know what? Snowflakes in the news. More Patriots players continue to drop out. Let's talk about that. Patrick Mahomes. Bro, Julian Edelman. Edelman. I think I'm having a stroke. Right here on this program. I think I just stroked out a little bit. Julian Edelman and Cam Newton are working out, but I don't care about that. I care about the photo. Dude looks buff. The Bruins get it right. And then, of course, spilt milk. I love to start the program out with spilt milk. What is spilt milk? A lot of you people know, but I have to tell every single time because we always have new listeners on the podcast. Spilt milk is anything in your life that takes you away from anything that's actually a problem in life. So, for example, COVID-19 is happening. It's a huge problem. But when your daughter drops milk on the ground, all you care about is the milk that hit the ground. So that's how it is in my life. I've got 50. The world has lots and lots and lots of problems. But things that happen to me personally, I call them spilt milk. Why don't we just start with, with, with this personal milk. Personal milk. This personal spilt milk problem should be a DB alert. And I think we should sound the bell for, for the DB alert. Let's just do it. <laughs> DB alert! We have a douchebag! Douchebag! DB alert is for a douchebag alert. When I see someone that's a douchebag, I out them, whether in the news or just happen to be out in public and messing up my day. Uh, last night, of course, let, let, let's let's put some perspective to this problem. Last night I had to go to CVS and I had to go late night to CVS. Why did I have to go to CVS late night? I had to get diapers. Now my daughter is just about that age where she doesn't need diapers anymore, but thank God, by the way, it's going to save me a ton of money. I can't wait until my daughter is out of diapers. The loot that will be saved is phenomenal. Now, typically... I, I don't have to worry about the diapers. We've already bought them. It's not a problem. We're moving on from that. But I had to go out late and I had to get diapers. And I was already aggravated because, of course, I was down for the night. I, I, I called, you know, when I'm ready for bed, I put myself down. I'm, I'm going to relax. I had a beverage and I was ready to go to sleep. But then my wife reminded me that the, my daughter needed diapers. And I looked everywhere to try to find a diaper. And I even suggested that we use one of the doggy pads and uh, tape it around her ass you know, the doggy pads, so that when the dogs pee all over the house, they don't actually pee on the doggy pads. But anyways, I have doggy pads. So I thought, you know what? We'll do that. She said no. So I had to go to CVS. No big deal. I went to CVS and I got there and I'm like, all right, this is going to be a quick in and out. 
I'm like, all right, I'll go to CVS. No problem. We won't use the doggy pads. Fine. I don't see the problem with using the doggy pads. I was like, throw a towel on or whatever. But no, I got to go get, and I had to go to CVS. So I went to CVS and I get in there and I know exactly where I need to go, where the diapers are. Boom. I fly over. I get the diapers. And then of course, of course, the store is closing in five minutes. It's about, it's literally almost 10 o'clock. And of course, there's a lady that's full on grocery shopping at CVS. Full-on grocery shopping. This lady had easily 100 items. Easily. 100 items in her grocery cart. She had a cart, dude. They don't even have carts at CVS. She had a grocery cart at CVS. Gets up to the line. I'm like, this is a nightmare. She's up there. And now here's the worst part. While she's getting booped. Boop. 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 I'm, I'm sitting there steaming. But there's another CVS associate behind the counter. I'm like, all right, bro, at what point are you going to realize that my head is going to explode if you don't open up your register? Now, he's not going to open up his register. Why not? Why isn't he going to open his register? Because the bro closed it and the store is going to close in five minutes. So he's not opening it. So I sit and I wait. Boop, boop, boop. Finally, I'm telling you, bro, if it took a minute, it took 10 hours. It was forever. So, and all I need is diapers. Literally, I got diapers and I just want to go home. I'm, I'm uh, booping away. The guy gets on the thing. He's like, all shoppers come up to the front. CVS closed. So now the fucking store's closed. No big deal. They're going to let you buy what you want anyways. Boop, 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 boop. Finally, gratification. Light at the end of the tunnel. She makes it through. All the stuff gets put away. She gets a receipt that's a half mile long. If you don't believe me, go check out my Instagram. Go check out my TikTok, my Instagram at SpazWAF. It's also on my Facebook, at SpazWAF, or my TikTok, at Anthony Paz. I took a video of how long this lady's receipt was. Why? Because after she got done checking out, the bitch went through the receipt looking for her savings. She's complaining to the guy, literally, over like 25 cents. She's like, well, I don't think that you knocked off. I could hear her. I was like, lady, I'll give you the 25 cents. Get that. The, bro, it looked like a, a naughty and nice list to Santa Claus. That's how long the receipt was. You got to check out the video. She was going item to item to item to item. And now I'm getting pissed. I'm like, I just need diapers, please. For the love of God. I almost was going to walk out. I was like, you know what? I'd rather just walk out with the diapers, bounce. And then if the guy tried to stop me, say, Hey bro, I've been sitting here for an hour. Just want to get diapers. I'm out of here. Tough crap. You stole my time. My time's worth money. Peace out CVS. Here's the best effing pot. The best pot. The lady, so I'm sitting there for like 10 minutes while she's getting booped and I'm aggravated as fuck because you don't go, bro, CVS is like a, there's a minimum. There's a minimum. I think it says it on the fine print at the door. You can't buy more than 10 items. You go to CVS, it's a convenience store. That's what the C stands for. Convenience store. It's not a G for grocery store. It's not GVS. It's CVS. Convenience. Quick. In. Out. 10 items max. See you later. If you're buying more than 10 items, go next door to Market Basket. Go to Market Basket. It is a fucking grocery store, not CVS. So, the lady boops, 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 boops. All the stuff gets put in the cot. Then she starts going through her thing. And, and bro, she's going item, to, uh, literally, item, 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 item. You have to check out the video. Item after item after item after item. And now, the whole time, the other associate is chilling. There's two people behind there. He's chilling, arms crossed, looking at me. Finally, he, this is, dude, I almost died. I wanted, I wanted to go behind the counter and beat the fuck out of the guy. The lady gets done going through her list. She took an extra 10 minutes. They give her, like, uh, bro, it, it was hand change. It was pocket change. It wasn't even dollar bills. That She was right. Good for her. She fought for her 10 cents, whatever they gave her. They give her back change, not dollar bills, change. She gets ready to leave. Then the guy literally goes to the next register and says, oh, next customer could come here. And I just looked at the guy with the stone cold steel like, are you effing kidding me? You're kidding me. Then, so just out of spite, because I was pissed, just out of spite, I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to the other guy. I waited, 
I'm going to use him. I go to the other guy. As I get to the other guy, he puts up the sign that says, next register, please. I wanted to kill somebody. I'm telling you, biggest time suck, most ridiculous thing. Here are the rules. Yeah, I don't care what the C stands. I say this, Daryl, C stands, what's up, Daryl, by the way, how you doing? But listen, C, in my opinion, doesn't stand for customer or consumer. It stands for convenience, in my opinion. Maybe it does stand for customer. I don't know. I don't work at, at or consumer. I don't work at CVS. But it certainly doesn't stand for come in here and buy 5,000 items. It is a convenience store. It doesn't say, oh, I'm going to come in here. I'm going to stock up on the food that I need for the next 30 years. doesn't say that. That's not what it's for. It's a, it's a convenience store. You get in, you get out. Aggravating the hell out of me. Now, of course, because it's mad hot down here, I'm having technical difficulties with my podcast. My Facebook podcast feed keeps going in, coming in, coming out. We're, we're good on... Um, uh, it, it, hold on, everybody. We're good on the TikTok, but it seems like there's some kind of problem with my iPad. So why doesn't everybody hang on while we check what, what the problem is? Because it's aggravating. For those of you that are listening on the podcast, chill for a second what I'm doing as I'm checking to see if my Wi-Fi is on because I believe that that is the problem with my Facebook. So we're going to turn on the Wi-Fi and see if that helps the live feed. I don't know that it will. It probably stopped the feed, but we'll check in and see if that uh, helps at all. All right. Hopefully that helped. Hopefully that'll fix the problem. Um, all right, so I'm being told that CVS stands for Consumer Value Store. Well, they apparently don't care about their consumer or value their consumer if they're making their consumer sit in line for more than 10 minutes while some other idiot buys 100 items. There should be a rule. Life needs to have rules so that you don't waste other people's times. And one of the unwritten rules in the entire world is you do not go into a convenience store and buy more than 10 items. You don't. And if you do, you kindly look to the person behind you and say, oh, you're just getting diapers? Well, I have 500 things. Why don't you go first and get diapers? Why don't you ring up your one thing and get out? While I, uh, literally, I'm telling you, the lady, it was like she was hibernating for the, getting ready for the winter. She was stocking up on everything she needed from CVS. But you can't even buy anything at CVS. It's ridiculous. So... Um, sorry, my, my iPhone, I'm getting all sorts of text messages, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, that's, it was just aggravating. And I know it bothers you guys too. There's nothing more annoying than waiting in line at any type of a store. And then someone starts complaining about the receipt or someone starts bitching and they're going item to item to item to item to item to item to item. It's ridiculous. And it's annoying. And quite frankly... If you're going to buy that many items, it would be cheaper to go to a grocery store. Convenience stores have mocked up prices, lady. You would have saved some money if you went to Market Basket and bought the same goods at Market Basket. And you would have saved me time and aggravation because it's all, it's a spiral effect. Everything's a spiral effect, right? I get there. I'd like to be in and out and out of there by 10. I didn't get to leave there till 10.15. Of course, now it's 10.15 and then I have to drive home and then I get home and now it's like 10.30, 10.45. My wife's like, well, where the hell were you? And then I'm like, hey, check out this video. My wife's like, oh, that lady's a douchebag. But then my wife wants to have a conversation and I don't want to have a conversation because I've already lost a half hour of my day and I'd like to relax. I'm already aggravated that you sent me out to get diapers and it took longer than it needed to take because there was some idiot at CVS. So it just F's up the whole night. And then I had to wake up early. So I lost sleep. It's aggravating. Do me a favor. If you're going into a convenience store and you have more than 10 items and you see me, kindly get the fuck out of my way and let me ring out. That simple. And don't talk to me either. So I'm in the store. Don't talk to me. You have mad items. Get out of the way. I'll ring up my my one item and I'll bounce. In out ridiculous checking your freaking list checking your list of 5,000 things that you bought at CVS so that you could see if you got the savings for 10 cents the hell is wrong with you lady check out the video you have to see the video of this moron looking at her list I'm telling you it's a mile long legitimately it's as long as Santa Claus's naughty and nice list it's ridiculous so that's one thing on spilt milk next thing uh, um, the RMV and Massachusetts, I'm just, I'm completely BS about it. So everybody knows that COVID, COVID-19 has messed up 
every single industry in the United States and Massachusetts is no exception. Everything is delayed. Everything is a problem. Well, I'm trying to register a truck. Now, in Massachusetts or most states are now requiring when you register that you give your DOT number on the truck. You have to have a DOT number for a truck that's going to haul stuff over 10,000 pounds. Okay? Plain and simple. You got to have one. The, 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 the government needs you to have one. There's, there's many other reasons why. Mine is a very simple DOT number. I don't haul anything. Uh, um, I haul garbage. And it's my property. So the, the, as soon as I take it off of you, from you, as soon as I take it from you, I put it on the back of the truck, it becomes mine. So I'm not, I'm not hauling goods and services. I'm hauling my own personal crap. So <clears throat> my DOT number is a very simple DOT number. Not a big deal. Easy to get. No problem. The problem, of course, is that Massachusetts, their RMV doesn't hook up well with the federal DOT system. So I go online and I put in my DOT numbers in Massachusetts. They said, oh, you can't do it online. Then I wait four hours on, on hold with, the, with, with, with DMV. DMV says, oh, no, you got to talk to this department. So I wait on hold for two hours. I talk to this department. This guy says, no, you have to talk to that one. I said, no, bro, bro. Don't hang up on me. I just talked to that department. And if the that and if and by that department, they mean the guy sitting right next to him. I'm like, if the guy from that department is sitting right next to you, please hand him the phone. Well, that's not how it works. And I said, Yeah, I've been on the hold. I've been on the phone on hold for almost six hours today. If the guy is standing next to you from that department, give him the phone. Now he says, Hold on. The guy obviously wasn't standing next to him, but he was like five things down. He gets the guy back on the phone, and I, I explain to the guy, and he says, oh, no, yeah, you don't need to deal with us. This guy gets back on the phone. He says, oh, well, I'm very sorry. Uh, you're going to have to come in. And I say, great, I'm on my way. I'll come in. I'm coming in. Fantastic. We'll sort this out. I'll come in. Guy says, oh, no, 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 you can't, you can't just come in. I'm like, what do you mean I can't just come in? On the phone, I'm like, what do you mean? I've been sitting on the phone for six hours, and I did it the day before. The day before, I was on with you guys for like four hours. So you're telling me I'll put in 10 hours and I can't just come in. No, you have to have an appointment. I said, okay, make me an appointment. Here, my appointment is set. I'll be there in 10 minutes. He says, no, unfortunately, the next available appointment for you to come in is Tuesday at 9.10. And I just said to the guy, because now I'm getting mad at him, even though it's not his fault. I said, so you're trying to tell me that I can't use my truck, my work truck, my truck that helps the economy, because it does, you could say it doesn't, but you know what my truck does? My truck buys gas, so it, it gets the gas guy some money. My truck uses tires, so tire company gets some money. My truck, um, what, what it, it, hauls, it hauls trash away, so I got to take it to the dump. So it, there I spend money there. Uh, bottom line is, my truck's a money-making machine for everybody, including myself, and the thing needs to be on the road to keep the economy going. Not to mention, my personal economy is affected by it. So I said, so you're trying to tell me that I can't have my truck. I can't run my business. I can't tell customers I'm coming because you guys can't get your crap together. You can't figure out, right, plain and simple, that there's a problem between the connection with DOT and and you, and that's my fault. Uh, well, sir, uh, unfortunately, you're going to have to wait to come in. And oh, by the way, you need to request, you know, F, F this 10, 50,000 form from the uh, Department of Transportation, and you need to bring that in. So I says, I, I said, all right, what you're telling me is I can't just bring my computer, because I could. I'm like, I can't just get, bring my computer, log into my DOT account, and show you that I'm legit? And he says, no. And I said, okay, I, do, will there be state troopers there? He's like, well, sir, there's always a state trooper. I go, that's fantastic because the state troopers have the access to it because I've been pulled over 5 billion times and have the state troopers look up my DOT number and say, oh, you're good. Your number's great. Thank you. So have the trooper look the thing up for you and give me my registration so that I could go about doing business. But no, you won't. But the state, this is what the state will do, though. They'll give people or in the government. You'll give people $600 a week to stay home, but you won't let me register my truck. You'll give people free rent, but you won't let me register my truck. You'll do nothing but defend terrorism, literally. You'll, you'll sit back, cities, states, municipalities, be all cool with people terrorizing businesses, smashing windows, burning statues, trying to attack federal buildings. That stuff's all cool. But I can't get my truck back on the road so that I can do business, so that I can make money 
and pay taxes to pay the lazy fucks that are staying at home pisses me off. As you can tell, I'm obviously upset about it. Yes, DMV, RMV, muzzle pigs, 100% mutants, just drives me bonkers. Absolute bonkers. That now, because here's what's even better, I call DOT. You can't get anybody on the phone at DOT. I call local. It, it, it's it's not really called DOT. It's like um, F, uh, uh, you know, Federal Motor car- uh, Carrier something or whatever, right? You call them, finally get someone on the phone. Guy's like, oh, there's no problem. I'm like, bro, I know there's no problem. But, the, but, the, but Massachusetts can't find it. And they won't let just, just let me show it to them. And they won't just let a trooper look it up. I need some stupid form from you guys. The guy's are like, oh, you need that form? Well, that's going to take five to six business days. I'm like, what do you mean it takes five to six business days? Why can't you just send it to me? Have you ever heard of email? Have you ever heard of this thing? It's called email where you send stuff electronically to people and they get it instantly. Well, we're going to send it by email, but it takes a while to get processed. I have to send it over to the process department. What do you mean, bro? You can't just hit a button and send it? You're looking at it. He's looking at my account saying, there shouldn't be any problems. I'm like, yeah, bro, I know there shouldn't be any problems, but there is. There's this problems. I can't get one of my dump trucks on the road. It's a major frigging problem, and it's costing me money. I got work out of my ass, and I can't complete it because you douchebags won't help me get my truck on the road. It's insane. But I'll tell you what, when you pull me over, you got no problem writing me up for mad major violations. No problem. Instantly, when I get pulled over, Massachusetts and federal come seemingly together. Instantly, when I'm pulled over by a Massachusetts trooper, they can access federal information. No problems. But when I want to get my truck on the road and I want to get do the right thing, it's a hassle. But when you want to find me, no problem. Oh, this is very easy to look up right here. Let me, bro, guy pops out his phone. He's like, oh, yes. Oh, we see back in 1999, you were a dickhead. Drives me nuts. So needless to say, I now have an appointment at the RMV on Tuesday And I'm hoping that this piece of paperwork that I requested happens to make it to me on time. I don't know if it will. Hopefully it does. But in the meantime, I suggest if Governor Baker is listening or the register or registra, whatever the guy's name is, I I don't or her, whoever they are, whoever happens to be the head of the DMV these days, I suggest that you stop letting people use their cars without them getting registered. That's what I suggest. You're giving everybody else freebies. Well, I can't run my business without my truck being registered. And I'd like a little forgiveness because I actually want to work. I want to J-O-B it. I want to W-O-R-K. Right? I spell that shit right? I want to work. But you're like, nah. No. No work. No. I have customers calling, but I can't execute work. Again, I want to work. I know that's a novel idea where you actually get up in the morning and you go to work for the $600 you make. I get that a lot of people don't want to do that. I totally understand it. Let me work. Let me take my truck. Please, please let me take my truck. I'm begging you. Let me take my truck. That's all I'm asking. It's garbage. So, there. I'm pissed off about it. It's aggravating the hell out of me that it takes 90 years to get your truck registered. It's stupid. All right, moving on from that stuff. Uh, There are some things. Oh, man, you know what? We got to do the snowflake in the news because I'm fired up. So let's just get fired. Let's just be fired up. Snowflakes in the news. What's a snowflake? It's a bitch. That's what a snowflake is. Plain and simple. You are a snowflake if you're bothered by stuff. Well, I'm sure there's an agent. You're a millennial, right? You know what? Bro, if you're a snowflake, if you're sitting at home collecting the the 600 and you don't have a job, right? There are some people that are forced to stay home and I get that. Sorry, sucks on them. But then there are the snowflakes that don't actually want to work. They want to stay home. These are the same people that are like, oh, it's okay to kneel for the national anthem. Bro, it's not okay, you damn pussy ass snowflake. Oh, it's okay to hate America. Nope. No, it's not. 
It's not okay to hate America, you snowflake. These are the same people that get butthurt when you call them a name. You know, like you say, retard. You can't say that word anymore. You can't call someone a retard, right? You don't mean it as a, as a, like to, you're not trying to put down actual retards. What you actually, you know what? Sometimes calling somebody a retard, you might be insulting the retards because there are some dumb fucking people out there that I can't stand. And they're straight up mutants, muzzle pigs, and squids. But people can't take that. Right? So that's a snowflake. Snowflakes, you can't handle it. You know, snowflakes break. You know, you say you say to a snowflake, like, hey, you know, I need you to move these cinder blocks from one side of the yard to the other side of the yard. Done. They're toast. They're snowflakes. So the snowflakes in the news, they're back at it again. Um, so I didn't know this, but Netherlands has a king and a queen and they have a princess. No clue. Didn't know that they, they had a, a monarchy in Netherlands. But they do. And the reason that I know that they do now is their daughter and the mother, they were on the cover of some magazine. And in the article, the daughter who was 16, they, they comment and they call her plus-size princess. And now everybody throughout the world is all upset with the term plus-size. We can no longer call someone who is fat plus-size. Which, by the way, I feel like calling somebody plus-size is the nice, candy-ass way of saying they're fat. I felt like plus size was being a snowflake. I felt like if you called someone plus size, you were being nice to them instead of just calling them fat. Now in this world and in this country, you can't just say what you mean anymore, how you feel. God forbid you call somebody fat. God forbid someone came up to me and was like, bro, you're bald. You got no hair. Your mustache sucks. Your four eyes. Oh my God, you call me four eyes. I'm going to bite my hand and scratch my face. I you can't, Mom! Mom! You call me four eyes. Oh. Bro, if I don't want you to call me four eyes, I'd kindly take off the other two eyes and I'd get in your face. And I'd hit you, or I'd be, I'd, I'd come after you, or I'd just laugh about him, like, whatever, guy, I don't care. Oh, whoa, whoa, you're real big and tough, you're going to take out four eyes. I'm not affected by that stuff. And now it's going even further where magazines have a problem with other magazines calling somebody plus size. So I got a problem with being, I got a problem with, with the fact that they said plus size and just said it, saying it how it is. She's 16, she's pretty, I'll give her that. And I don't want to pick on anybody's child. She's 16. She's very pretty. But she's fat. So what though? Who cares? You're fat. You're fat. Simple. Oh man, I'm plus size. No, you're not plus size. You're fat. You're fucking fat. Simple. You're out of shape. You are fat. You're a fat ass. Look in the mirror and you know it. That's one of the things that bothers me more than anything. Is when you look in the mirror and you go, damn, I'm fat. And then when somebody else calls you fat, you get offended by it. How are you offended by that? That's what, that's what you are. That's who you are. You're fat. You look in the mirror. You say, man, I'm fat. And then I call you fat. And then you want to cancel me. You want to kick me out of the country. You want to bury me. You want to shame me. You want to, you're probably, it's probably going to be sexual harassment now to call a girl fat. Now you don't have to be rude to people. I'm not suggesting anybody be rude to people. I'm not suggesting you run up to girls and be like, oh, you're fat. I just don't have a problem with saying what exactly what it is. Why do we have to come up with nicer names? And I thought the nicer name was plus size. You know, like, oh, you shop at Lane Bryant. You're a plus size girl. You're a plus size guy. I thought that was the nice thing instead of just saying, calling them fat. But now you can't even say plus size. I don't even know what the hell you can call them anymore. You probably can't say anything. Now you just have to look at someone and you can't say that they're skinny. You can't say that they're fat. You can't say anything to anybody because everybody's butthurt all the time. 99% of the time people are butthurt and it's a huge problem. Why is it a problem? Because there are other countries where people are grizzled ass mother effers. These are mean bastards. There are other countries where people are hungry. They're scraping. Bro, there are other countries where there are fat dudes and they call them fat and it makes them tough. And he's like, that's right, bro. I'm fat and I'm coming for you and I'm going to Kool-Aid my ass through your borders and I'm going to take your country over. That's why it's a problem. We can't continue to just be nice to people 
or, or dumbed down words because it makes people feel better. I should be able to call you whatever the hell I want to call you and you shouldn't be upset by it. It's called low self-esteem, bro. That's what you got. And I blame the parents. So I don't blame this girl. I feel bad for the girl. She's 16 years old. She's in the public eye. She's getting called fat. Everybody in the world now knows. I never knew who she was, but now we got we got a we got a fat princess in the Netherlands. She's the plus size princess. Everybody knows who she is, and everybody knows she's fat. And that sucks for her. It does. But it's an opportunity, though, for her to show everybody what a strong woman she is and have a good laugh at it and be like, yeah, so what? Big deal. I'm fat. Who cares? But we don't do that. What we do is we get pissed at the magazine for telling the truth. It's the magazine's job, the news's job, to report the truth. And the truth is, she is a fat princess. It's not a problem. No big deal. We don't care if you're fat. Me? If you're fat and ugly, that that really sucks. That's bad. I would say if you're going to be fat and ugly, then you should be a princess because no one's going to want to be with you if you're a fat, ugly girl, unless you are a princess. Now, she happens to be a really pretty plus size girl. She very is. She's young, but she's beautiful. She's going to go up to be a beautiful woman and hopefully it'll make her stronger dealing with the fact that now that she knows everybody in the world, 7 billion strong knows that she's fat. But that's not the problem. The problem is that we dumb down the fat. So now you can't call people fat. You have to call them plus size. But now you can't say plus size. You have to come up with some other name. Or nothing at all. Just, oh, look at the girl. You can't say, oh, she's pretty. You can't say, she's ugly. You can't say anything. It's just, oh, there she is. You can't even say she. Sorry, I I apologize. You can't even say she anymore. Because you don't know if they identify as a they, them, him, her, he, it, anything. So basically now we're just like the human princess. That's all you can say is, uh, here's a news story about the human princess from Netherlands. That's it. That's how pussy we are. That's And, and here's what's worse is you're a pussy. That's it. We're all pussies because we don't. We, 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 we've all decided straight up. And, and my generation, my generation, we're not pussies, but we are now. We've all decided that we're, we're giving up calling people a retard. We're, 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 get, we're giving up calling people fat. Um, we're, we're giving up any word, muzzle pig, squid, mutant, any word that you use in your lexicon uh, at somebody, whether you're busting balls or just calling out the truth, you can't do it anymore and you don't and you don't have the balls to do it because you're going to get in trouble and you're going to lose your job. Like you, you'll be at... Uh, you know, I don't know, you, you work wherever the hell you work and you're in the office and you're like, oh, look at that guy's a retard. I, you're done. You're fired. So you don't say it. You got no boss to say it. You won't stand up for yourself. You won't be like, uh, and neither will I. So I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not trying to BS. I'll protect my business just as well. I'm not going into some homeowner's house and calling one of my workers a retard, even though I think he is. I'm going to be like, oh, you know, hey, stop acting like an idiot. Or, or, or maybe say nothing at all. Just let him do what he's doing because I don't want to offend anybody. But it's a huge problem. You can't, you can't call a girl plus size or she gets pissed. Come on, man. It is what it is. Just the, the right from Bill Belichick's mouth, it is what it is. Look, I'm, I'm a five foot nothing bald dude, mustache and glasses. But I love myself. So I don't care what you guys say about me. I don't care if you like my dad bought or not. Who gives a crap? But you have to be nice and you have to lie to people. I don't want to lie. I, here's an example. I don't want to lie. My daughter is very pretty. I think my daughter's beautiful. She's going to grow up to be a very beautiful woman. Guarantee it. That's my curse. That's my sin. Um, I, I was a scumbag 90% of my life. Um, only up until about maybe the last seven years, about the time my father died, that I realized um, the things that I, do, that, that I was doing in my life were stupid. Um, re- they were retarded. Okay, doing stupid things, believing in in, in in the wrong things. And so only recently I, I've tried to separate myself from retardum. And now I want to call it how it is. My daughter's beautiful. But my daughter, right? She, if, if she, I, like, it's like with the dog that bit her in the face. I'm like, hey, don't ever let a dog get that close to your face. You got one shot. The dog bites your nose off. You're done. 
you're done. And people are going to call you dog nose face. And that's how it is. And it sucks and it hurts, but we're not pussies. Anyways, I don't know where the hell I'm going with that. I'm just trying to say that, in general, it's ridiculous that there's a big news story in the news that you can't call people plus size. Stupid, man. Honestly, the snowflakes need to stop, and it's hot as fuck down here. All right, we're off from the plus size stuff. Why don't we get into, um, wait, you know what? Let's just get into sports, because I got a bunch of sports just to talk about, and then we'll move on from it, and then we'll uh, we'll call it a day. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. All right, listen, I, I, I wish, hmm, let's try to phrase this nicely. I think it's very nice, very great that Patrick Mahomes is successful and makes a lot of money and now is the owner of a baseball team. He's a pot owner of the Kansas City Royals, if you didn't know that. I don't know anything about the deal. I don't know how much he paid to be part of the ownership group, but he is now part of the ownership group which is good for him. I'm extremely happy for him. But I am a homer. I always, I'm for the Pats, and, I'm, I, and I don't like baseball, So, I'm for, but I'm still for the Red Sox. So having said that I'm happy for the guy, I wish nothing but the worst for him. I hope that when he walks out of his house today, that he falls and he breaks his ankle and he can't play football for the rest of his life so that the Patriots don't have to play him. And I hope that everybody on Kansas City's team gets COVID so that they can't play. I don't wish... People from other teams, well, I'm glad the guy's doing good. He's a beast. He's phenomenal. He's done 10 times better than his father. Uh, his dad was a major league pitcher. But Mahomes, his son, has, has superseded him. He's the NFL MVP. He won a Super Bowl. Now he's a part owner of a baseball team. Quite honestly, as, as a father, I'd be, I'd be happy. But at the same rate, I'd be pissed that my kid did better than me. But that's just a different story. I personally... Don't really want to see him get hurt, but I think you guys know where I'm going with that. What I'm trying to say is I don't root for other teams. I root for the Pats. I don't root for other teams in baseball, even though I hate baseball. I root for the Sox. So fuck Kansas City, both teams, plain and simple. Screw you. I don't want you to do well. I hope that, uh, you know, I'm I'm the guy that when your girlfriend comes to the stadium, I'm the one booing her, bro. Straight up, I'll be out there hissing, booing, but I'll be all sorts of names, bro. I'll be like, oh, you probably want Cam Newton's cock instead. But just wanted to pass the news along that Patrick Mahomes, good business decision. So let's talk it from a from a business point of view. Let's say if the guy actually did get hurt and it, and his career ended, he'd have to get the forty. He's he's guaranteed one hundred forty million, so he'd get the one forty million. But then he's got a great investment in the in the baseball team that'll last a lifetime, even though baseball's garbage. It's just a terrible sport. I don't know why anybody... I would never buy into a baseball team. Ever. Never, ever in a million years. Hockey, on the other hand, even though not that many people watch hockey, after what I, after what I read today, I'd buy into the Boston Bruins straight up. So the Bruins uh, put out... The, t- the players put out a little press release today saying that they are gonna, they've decided as a team that they will stand for the national anthem and for the Canadian anthem, both anthems, showing respect to the United States and to Canada. What they're going to do is they're going to lock arms in solidarity and, and protest of police brutality and also show that Black Lives Matter. That's how you do it. Kudos to the Boston Bruins. They've said, we won't disrespect our flag, but we will show our support for the protest and uh, how... Uh, it, what I've been saying the whole time, there's another way to protest other than kneeling and disrespecting this country, and hockey players get it right. Honestly, hockey players seem to get everything right. You don't hear these guys bitching, moaning about COVID-19. I don't hear anything. None of those players are opting out. They're ready to play. None of their players are sneaking off to go to strip. Well, they probably live at strip clubs. Point is, Bruins, the players, I, I applaud you. This is great. Very American. I wish... That the other teams across, like in the NBA and the NBA, I just said that twice, bro. In the NFL, Major League Baseball, I wish all the other sports would take notice and realize that it's so important to stand up and recognize our country for all the good things you get. And the Bruins got it right. So I can't wait for hockey. Honestly, it's fantastic. Go, go, bees. Let's hope, let's hope they, uh, it's like a kind of weird season for them, but. Because it's good. you're going to have the playoffs, and then like two months later, they're going to start the season. All right, on from that, uh, 
J-E, bro. Listen, I I do not, I like to preface this, okay? This is like when you're going to tell a joke about a Jewish person and you make sure there's no Jewish people around. I, and you have to call it out. You got to say, hey, or if you're going to make like a joke about your wife and you got to look side to side and be like, all right, is Kaylee around? No, you you know what I mean? You need to, you need to say what you, preface it with something. I am not attracted to men, okay? I like women. And I'm not saying that, it, that, listen, if you like dudes, you like dudes. I'm not into dudes. Penises do nothing for me, period. J.E. and Cam Newton put out a photo with some other wide receiver. I don't know who the other wide receiver is. But J.E.'s got his shirt off, bro. You got to check out the photo. I posted it on my Instagram, at SpazWAF. Or you can check it out on my uh, Facebook, at SpazWAF. Dude, bro, dude looks bomb. The guy is un, in unbelievable shape. I'm talking he's chiseled. Chiseled from head to toe. Guy is ripped up. Dude is shredded up. Looks phenomenal with this tee off, bro. I'm telling you, man crush 150% for Julian Edelman. The guy looks amazing. If I like dudes, he'd be the dude. Now, I'm sure all the gay guys out there are saying the same thing. You got to check this guy out. Unbelievable. I always give credit where credit's due. And if I think a guy's hot, this dude's hot. 100%. J.E., unbelievable shape. Looks ready. Looks like he's got zero body fat. He, bro, you got to check out the photo. Even if you're a dude, you can appreciate this guy's body. Guy is shredded. Phenomenal. Since we're talking about the Pats, two things are happening right now. Six players, maybe more by the time you hear this, have decided to opt out for the season. The biggest name on that list is Dante Hightower, but apparently Patrick Chung is also going to join and bounce. And now, because so many players have decided that they're going to bounce out, there's a little conspiracy theory going on that Bill Belichick is behind all this and he's trying to tank the season. Let me talk on the Bill thing first and then we'll get to Dante Hightower. You people are mutants. I can't stand the people that think there is a conspiracy theory that you think that Bill Belichick would tank the season to get a top-tier quarterback. It's not going to happen. This dude would 100% coach the worst. He'd coach the replacements, if he could, to a championship team. All he cares about is being the best and using the value of the players that he has on the field. He doesn't care who's on the field. Does he like, does it, he goes, yeah, this sucks. I lose Dante Hightower. Yes, it sucks. I lose Patrick Chung. But he doesn't care. He plays to win. Belichick plays to win. You're a mutant if you think he's setting it up for a next season. He is not. He wants to win now, and he will win now. With the mutants that he puts out on the field, he'll do just fine. So there, we've ended that. Belichick is not orchestrating some big conspiracy to have his players walk off. You idiots that think that are just stupid. Now, let's get to Dante. His choice. You guys know how I feel about this. If you don't play, you don't get paid. Here's my problem with why, with these guys walking off. It drives me nuts because they don't relate to their fans. Now, I get it. He's having a kid. But you know how many other people that have regular jobs are having babies right now during COVID-19 that got to go to work? Do you know, bro, that I would go to work? for? I, I do go to work. I, I can't even opt out of a $100 job. If someone called me and was like, I got a pickup for you to go do, I would, I'd do it. Because I need the money. I have to take care of my family. I don't have the option of walking away from an $8 million contract. That's what he's given up. He's decided that he doesn't need $8 million this year. And he's going to go home and be with his family. I think that's garbage. Because I'll tell you right now, if the NFL called me and they said, Hey, look, here's the deal. The other team, everybody on the team has COVID-19. Everybody on your team has COVID-19, but we need you to play and we're going to pay you $8 million. Bro, I would be there and I'd let them all breathe on me. I'd say, guys, breathe. You can all breathe, spit, spit all your spittle on me for $8 million. $8 million. Bro, I go to work for a hundo. I'm up and ready for a hundred bucks because I got to take care of my family. No way in hell. I would turn away an $8 million season. I just wouldn't do it. What I would do is tell my family, I'd say, hey, look, I'm going to put myself at major risk for $8 million. And because I'm doing that, I'm not going to come see my son. I'm not going to come see my wife until the season is over. And if I get COVID, hopefully I'll survive it because I am in good shape. I am an athlete. I'll probably survive. And I'll get to keep the money. 
Now he's not at high risk, so he's not getting the money. He's going to get that one hundred and fifty uh, uh, fifty thousand stipend, which will come out of next year's contract. But even that's garbage. No one's giving me one hundred fifty thousand dollars. That ain't happening. BS. Plain and simple. You don't relate, and it drives me nuts. I don't know why I'm so offended by it because typically I'm okay with people making decisions not to do something. This is that's America. It's very American to be able to decide not to do something. Drives me nuts that I got to go to work for short dough, and I will go to work for short dough. That's my job. I'm the dad. I work. I make money for my family. That's my job. Drives me nuts that someone could turn down $8 million. How do you turn that down? How? It's honestly, I think, how the F do you turn down that money? How? Oh, I don't want my kid to get it. Bro, your kid's going to suffer without the eight mil. I'll take the $8 million. You know how many people would die? die straight up. I might consider it. If someone came to me and was like, hmm, I'm not the best shot in the world, but I'm going to shoot you. I'm just going to shoot a gun at you, but I'm going to give you $10 million. If you live, you keep the money. If you die, your family gets the money. I'd probably do it for my family. I'd probably say, you know what? I'll t- Let's roll the dice. Let's roll it. Put my hands up. Shut my eyes. Boom. Let him shoot the gun. $8 million he's leaving on the table. Now, on the other side, maybe his family thinks he's a hero. Maybe his wife is like, oh, you know, thank you. Um, and he's thinking about his kid. And they're like, oh, thank you. But you know what they're not going to be doing? And about a year from now, when they're out that $8 million and the wife wants a Peloton, dude's going to be like, hon, I stayed home. And you promised me we wouldn't have to buy the Peloton. I didn't work because you told me we didn't have to go and buy all the expensive clothes. Babe, you said we were a team. Team bro goes out the window when you don't got loot. When you got no money, you see how your wife's going to treat you. You think you're being cool and honest and respectful. You're going to stay home. You don't want to get COVID. But when you're out that $8 million, you might be out a wife. Because that wife's going to say, ah, ah, yeah, yeah. She's going to give you a Hogan face. You're going to be done. Eight million. We should all be pissed off. I shouldn't be the only one upset about it, by the way. Every single one of us should be pissed that a man has an opportunity to make eight million dollars and he's saying no. It's garbage. Any one of us would do it. There's not a single person that listens to this podcast that wouldn't suit him up for eight million dollars. And if you say you wouldn't, you're full of shit. Period. No liars here. Straight up truth. If you're fat, you're fat. Man. All right. I think that does it. Well, you know what? Briefly, we'll we'll do the McDonald's thing and then we'll uh, we'll call it. So typically, I don't believe shit is real until big companies start to suffer. McDonald's, one of the biggest fran- is the biggest franchise company in the world. One of the biggest companies in the world. When you start to see companies like McDonald's starting to fail because of a of a pandemic, then you know there is cause to be to, to be concerned. And I'm not talking about the disease. I'm talking about the economy. When a, a McDonald's, it, when McDonald's is tanking, there is a there is a listen. I am not an economic genius, and I don't pretend to be one. But I would tell you this, that we are definitely in economic dire straits when McDonald's has to shut down 200 locations. McDonald's will be shutting down 200 locations in the next few weeks, in the next month or so, because they are down 68%. They have a 68% drop in profit over the last five months. If that isn't a sign of we're fucked I don't know what else is. When companies that big start to get annihilated, it's a problem. Not for two reasons. One, they support microeconomies. You know how many people McDonald's supports with the jobs? Next thing is, apparently, poor people can't afford to go to McDonald's anymore or these places wouldn't be shutting down. It's so cheap to get a burger. Listen, McDonald's tastes like crap, all right? So let me, let's back that up, all right? Nothing's really great at McDonald's except for their french fries and McFlurries. McFlurries, bomb. French fries, bomb. Everything else there tastes like garbage. Maybe an apple pie. 
Uh, well, their breakfast is great. I like McDonald's breakfast. Matter of fact, McDonald's has the best uh, bagel, egg, and cheese breakfast sandwich out of the fast food restaurants. Hands down, a little sauce on it. It's bomb. But just, I want you guys, you, you heard it here first. I, like you can say, Spaz told me first. We were effed. And the reason we're effed is because McDonald's is starting to shut, close down shop. When big ass companies like that start losing mad revenue, lots of revenue, 68% in profits, down 68%. That's an insane number. It's not like 2%, 3%, 10%, 30%. It's more than half. It's 68% profit loss. That should be something to worry about. What? I don't know. I'm not an economist. I have no idea what that means. All I know is I. Th- those are just one of those things you know. When you see McDonald's, you never, it's like if you, if you ever seen a Dunkin' Donuts close, when you see a Dunkin' Donuts close, you're like, damn, damn, that's a bad location. You know, you know. I always laugh when someone, uh, you know, after Dunkin' Donuts closes and then someone else opens up shop there, I'm like, bro. Dunkin' Donuts didn't work there. You're not going to work there. What makes you think you're better than Dunkin' Donuts? You're nuts. If, if Dunkin' Donuts can't have a successful business at this spot, you can't either, bro. Get out of there. Take a rocket launcher at the building and bounce. But people are morons. They get emotional and they don't think with their heads. Plain and simple, just look at the world. You say, oh, 200 McDonald's locations are closing. Something's up. Oh, there used to be a Dunkin' Donuts at that location. Well, I don't want to put my location there because if Dunkin' Donuts can't make it, they ain't going to make it. Let's be smart. Think. All right, that's it. I'm done. It's too hot down here. Look how sweaty I am. Sweating right through the shirt, man. It's nuts. All right, podcast peeps, thanks. Uh, Check me out. Oh, hey, you know what? I think on Thursday, I'm going to try to have a guest on. Uh, This guy's name's uh, Joe G. He's from Clown Town Sports. And I want to see if I can have him on and see if we can, if I can interact with him as well with, as with you guys. And hopefully you can hear him. And we're going to talk. We'll do a segment on sports with someone that actually knows about sports. He knows deep information about sports that I don't know because I don't have the time or the care to give a crap about that stuff because I'm just a surface fan. Straight up. All right, podcast peeps. Thank you. You guys hear the dog barking? Hear that thing? I'm going to kick that thing's ass to the moon. All right, podcast. Later.